Hi and welcome back to a new podcast. I wanted to just give a little bit of a perspective in this podcast, just something to think about. A lot of the time our stories over the generations have separated us as humans. They've separated us on a number of fronts, whether it's coming from religion, cultural, language, colour of one's skin, male, female, and all of the different messages that we have had that have segmented along the years of life that humans have walked this earth. On top of that now, what we have is almost a more even society than we've ever had in culture. There's also, of course, different people are still struggling in different brackets, but it is a lot more uh, viable and a lot more options for people these days than there ever have been. For example, Many years ago, as a woman, I would not have been able to practice yoga. I would have not been able to run a marathon. I would not be able to work and raise children. You would have choices. And the same for men. Uh, Many years ago, there was also that, you know, you couldn't have paternity leave. And then there's other issues that have also evolved over time where we don't segment black and white Um, on buses anymore or toilets and that type of thing of course as everything in life there's no perfect even kill and nobody ever gets a fair go we always have those differences but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was our internal environment and our internal environment is definitely one of the strongest separators today that we have that surround us that we can change as a human As I always talk about, it is the internal world that allows us to make heaven out of hell or hell out of heaven here on earth in the situations we have. And I worked through a lot of that as I went through depression and all of these um, numerous traumas that I have had in my life. And also when I have also been dealing with just general challenges in day to day. And The other day I was actually running to work and I saw my usual DHL uh, postman. He's a really cool human and we always have a lovely chat. And being that I'm in in a Swiss-German part of Switzerland, um, I can always understand him. He's originally from Italy, but it's always nice to practice my German, at least not the Swiss-German. I'm still working on that one. Um, ish good. It's not really, it's not very good at all. <laughs> um, my daughter is much more proficient and I'm learning every day these new words as I keep learning with my German. But when I saw him after I had been running to work, he said, oh, my life's not as good as yours. I don't have time to go running. And I was thinking for a moment and realized and remembered that I had waved to him whilst running to work to teach yoga and Pilates. And it was minus one Celsius. And um, I have to do this run because I don't own a car. I don't own a house. Public transport is actually longer route than it would be to running. It take about 40 minutes, whereas running takes about 20 minutes. So I run up and back. That being said, in in zero degrees Celsius minus one, it's pretty cold, pretty uncomfortable. And when you're tired as well from your other things of work and um, raising a human and life in general, then obviously it's not as easy as it looks. But from what his perspective he saw was just a girl running and how wonderful it must, have to, it must be to have time to go running. So I took a moment to digest what he said when we were standing there and I said, oh, actually... I um, was running to go teach two classes um, and I can't do it any other way because 
I don't have a car that can drive, so I don't have a heater um, to, you know, sit in a nice warm car and get from A to B like you. Um, I, I have to run there and I know that it, I can imagine that it must have looked like I was enjoying the run because I've chosen to enjoy it even though it's really cold. Um, reminds me of cool runnings when he breathes out the air and he's like, what are you smoking, man? I'm not, I'm breathing. Um, and that was basically as cold as it was. And he he took a moment himself and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I assumed that you just had a leisurely life. And I said, no, I've got to run to and from work a couple of times a week. I'm also raising my daughter and working on at home. What one looks like and what one is doing is completely different. And I said, oh, you know, for me, it would be lovely to have a car to be out of the elements. Sometimes I have to run rain, hail or sunshine. And um, for me, occasionally, I would really enjoy a card. However, I look at the bright side that I get exercise, I get outside, and I can do the movement. And it made me realize more and more again, as we walk on this earth as humans, we tend to place a story upon a human. And that story upon a human is not necessarily their story. It's our story from our perspective, from our understanding, from our visions of what we see the world today. Every single person will know a different version of you, will assume a different version of you, and you will also have a different version and assume a different version of what is reality. What we need to understand is that when we create these stories, like this story, this story made him feel like he thought I had a better life because I was running and he didn't have time to run and he wanted to work on his fitness. The reality was I don't have time to run either, but I do have to run now because I have to get to work. So therefore, I'm just doing what I have to do. And when he saw the different reality, instead of him seeing as his issues were bigger than mine, he realized that I was also in life suffering, trying to do my best with whom I am and what I was. And from that moment on, we had an even deeper connection. So what I ask you before you go on social media, before you see your friends, before you see that stranger in the street, before you make another story, make sure your story is not made out of comparison. Make sure your story is not made out of assumption. Make sure your story is not made out of fear so it actually separates you or makes them on a pedestal or makes you feel like that you're not enough or that you're not doing enough or maybe the opposite, you are more than them. Maybe just for a moment realize you don't know what tea they drink, you don't know what goes on at home. Many people that have dealt with physical abuse just like me, many people didn't know that it even existed. So before we create these stories, which in and turn disadvantage us because they disconnect us and we rise by lifting others. How about we talk with each other? How about we don't make a story at all and we just see the person running? And unless we get an opportunity to ask them, were you running for um, recreation or were you running to go to work? We don't assume any more than that. And make sure before you walk every day and you create a story about someone, that you realize we're all suffering. There's no suffering more than another suffering. Everyone suffers and that suffering causes challenges in each person's life. They are on different streams and different spaces due to different lives. But every person is suffering. And if we really knew the story of each and every person that walked this earth, then actually we probably love everyone and have respect for everybody. So remember, where our minds go, our body and life follows. And if our mind goes to fear, it separates. So choose observation and compassion and respect if you can't choose love.
And if you can choose love, choose love. And if you can't choose anything, just make a statement. They are running. That is all. Because the rest of it, who knows what the story is, but choose your own adventure in your mind wisely so you do not separate yourself or the other people that could once be your friend or someone that inspires you or could be going through a lot more than you. Have a great day. Namaste.